The evil that men do lands on. We gonna bang your head! You are now listening to the Music Mania podcast, a hard-hitting show featuring all things hard rock and heavy metal. And now here are your hosts, the twins of chaos, Clint Switzer and Paul Lagana. Fresh off of a bombastic and unprecedented 4th of July weekend, Paul, here we are, the Music Media Podcast, bringing you a show after all the decadence and the partying that went on for the 4th of July, as uh, we always engage in as Americans. Here we are bringing you a very big show, and we've got John Karabi joining us on this show, man. He's got a lot to talk about. There's been a lot going on with the Motley Crue stuff. Nikki kind of slinging some mud John's way. John's always such a non-controversial guy. He gets kind of wrapped up in this, and uh, I don't know. He'd made a post on his Facebook like he doesn't really want to talk about it. We'll see what he see what he has to say here about Motley Crue, man, because it's been some mudslinging going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, you know... The self-titled uh, album, Motley Crue, came out in 94. He was a part of that, obviously, and I, I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty hard-hitting. It was something that Motley Crue, uh, obviously, they're always hard-hitting, but it, it was a little bit different. So I'm not sure exactly where Nikki's coming from. I liked it. Yeah, but I think uh, I think maybe Nikki says that as a lot of Motley fans try to distance themselves from that, you know, because it's not Vince Neil, and maybe... In hindsight, they should have called the project something different uh, because it was such a different sound. But I thought John Karabi, and he's just been a great musician. I mean, he's played with Rat, The Scream, Bride to Destruction. I mean, now his band Dead Daisies going out on tour with Kiss this and We're going to ask him about their new album, Make Some Noise, which comes out August 5th. Uh, it's a great album. They um, we, we just got a forward co- forwarded copy of that album, a uh, digital copy. Man, we've been listening to that. Uh, it's, it's awesome. It's very bluesy, very crunchy. It is a really good, solid rock album, and the, and the Dead Daisies are firing on all cylinders with band members like Marco Mendoza, Brian Titchy from Billy Idol, uh, and uh, Doug Aldridge. Just a great band, um, great sound. John Crabbe always just Absolutely. sort of in the middle of these great projects. Yeah, John, uh, you know, he's worked with some very accomplished musicians over the years, and uh, if you guys get out and get this dead daisies uh was it make some noise yeah. i believe is the august uh, 5th this comes yeah, out right and uh they're actually going to be joining the kiss tour uh later on in august and so. we're going to miss them because we we're, we're seeing kiss july 20th and uh some american idol singer guy as the opener i'm not kidding <laughs> And the Dead Daisies joined like the next week. Well, and that's we... breaking news to me because I had no idea who was actually opening. But well, it's I'm... not the Dead Daisies, yeah, so right. I'm sorry. But we're not going to see them anyway. So Very good point, but I would love to see the Daisies. Hopefully they, um, they, they get a headlining tour coming up later in the year with their album coming out and everything. Right. But, you know, I've always respected John as a musician. Seen him uh, when he was uh, played guitar for Rat, you know, uh, the Jizzy Pearl uh, fronted Rat, that's which right. is kind of crazy to think about that. The Jizzy Pearl was uh, the singer in Rat. Yeah for a few years and uh but john was a part of that he's uh he's just kind of done it all he's been around brides of destruction he was in two not one but two bands with nikki six and so nikki kind of kind of you know talking talking about him a little bit i think talking it's unwarranted smack, talking so smack this is a i guess this is a you know uncensored show here i could have could have went somewhere else <laughs> talking with that. shit maybe can we say that <laughs> well you know john is he's a great guy great musician 
And I tell you what, we'll go ahead and uh, bring John on to the show right now. Uh, John, welcome to the Music Mania podcast. We talked to your publicist earlier, and uh, he had told us you only want to talk about Motley Crue during this interview. So, hope that's cool, man. <laughs> yes, yes, my my publicist, as, as of as of as of the last word of that statement, is officially fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'm just, uh, I honestly, it's just been a little frustrated as of, uh, you know, I, I've done a few interviews in the last, you know, the last week or so where people ask me some question about, you know, uh, my time in Motley or some of the recordings I've done with Meg or, you know, whatever. And it's just like, I'll, I'll sit there and talk for 10 or 15 minutes and it, it like you know or some of the interviews I've done are like 30 40 minutes whatever and there's no mention of the dead daisies there's no mention sure. of anything else other than the fact that you know and they'll hone in on one sentence and it's just like they make these big stories out of it and run them on the internet and I'm like I, I, I kind of got a little uh, part of my friends I got a little pissy about things uh, you know and I just said you know what I'm not going to talk about, obviously I can't talk about Motley Crue because they don't talk about the good things that I have to say about the guys or any of that. It's just always focused on like one thing, like the negative, and I'm just tired of it. I'm not that guy. Well, I mean, that album came out 22 years ago. To me, it's a great album. Uh, but to me, I guess I just don't understand uh, why there would be any mudslinging going on from Nikki's end. It just doesn't make sense to me. And, and uh, if I can be honest with you, you know, it's, it's funny. Like, the last thing the last thing that this guy said to me was, uh, <clears throat> it was like a couple days ago or, you know, it, I don't know, sometime this last week, somebody asked me, um, you know, for whatever reasons, they asked me, you know, why Nikki Six said, you know, like a month or so back, why Nikki Six said he doesn't like the Motley 94 record and, you know, it's just whatever. And, and to be honest with you, my statement was very simple. I said, I don't know why. Like, if you want to know why, you need to ask Nikki. I don't know why. All of a sudden, now, 22 years later, he said what he said. I don't know. Um, I have nothing but admiration and respect for the record that I did with them guys. Um, I, I wish, I even said, I wish them the best of luck in all their future endeavors. I Tom, Tommy, whatever he's doing. I just saw Vince recently, whatever he's doing. Mick, even Nikki was 6 a.m. I wish you the best of luck. Life is good. I have a tendency to talk a little different. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and I basically, my statement was, I have no idea why Nikki said he doesn't like the record. Why Nikki said he doesn't think that I can write lyrics. And I also said, you know, basically, Nikki think, um, I have no idea why Nikki feels that I'm the biggest piece of shit on earth. And that was that was me being John from Philadelphia, just you know, sure. generalizing or whatever. And it's just like I, I go, and then all of a sudden, all over Facebook, it's like you know, this website Blabbermouth is like 
John said that Nikki thinks he's the biggest piece of shit on earth. I'm like, Nikki never said that. Like that, you know, I mean, first of all, Nikki never said that. And it was a question that I was asked. And it's like, you know what, guys? I haven't been in the band for 19 years. The record came out 22 years ago. I was in the band for 24 years ago. I joined the band. It's been a long time. Let it go. I'm fine. Nikki's fine. We're all fine. Let it go. Well, absolutely, John. I mean, the band's retired. It's uh, definitely time to move on from that. And I tell you what, I couldn't be more excited to talk about uh, your latest endeavor, The Dead Daisies. The new album, Make Some Noise, uh, it's getting ready to be released on August 5th. Just got that album sent over to me. And it is absolutely unbelievable. I can't describe it. Uh, it is very straight ahead. It is very bluesy. Great album with some great musicians. And I know you guys are getting ready to um, get out on the road and, and support this thing. But uh, the official release is August 5th. I know it's not out yet. But uh, what's the reception been like? And kind of what was the, the process in making this thing? You know, <coughs> first of all, we just did a, we just released um, Long Way to Go. We did a video for it. Like, it's a live video from uh, a show that we did in Germany uh, about a month ago. Um, the response has been sick. Um, yeah. It's, it's been unbelievable. Like, when I say sick, I mean sick good. Um, it's been incredible. Um, the, the fans are all jazzed about it. And as far as the process go, goes and how we, you know, came up with the record, it's... It's really funny how the daisies work because we're so geographically challenged. Some of the guys live in Australia, some of the guys live in L.A., I live in Nashville, so we're all pretty much all over the place. Um, this new record we decided to do in Nashville. Um, now, obviously, anybody that saw the band last year and seen the band this year, obviously they know that there's been a change uh, in the lineup, uh, Dizzy and Richard, for obvious reasons, went back to Guns N' Roses. Oh! They're doing their huge tour. Yeah! <laughs> so we brought in Doug Aldridge. Um, and Doug's been a friend for, well, for, for me, for like 30 plus years. Uh, I, Doug and I have known each other since we were teenagers. Um, so... <laughs> It's funny, we literally got together uh, in January um, with no songs, and we had about a month to put a record together. So we basically got together for about 10 days and wrote, just put, put ideas together, and then we got into the studio with Marty Fredrickson and hit, hit record, and, and we just started laying them down, laying the ideas down and developed. We kind of played them live in the studio, but we were developing them as we went, as we were tracking. So uh, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty impressive. I mean, we, we like I said, we literally wrote, recorded, mixed, and mastered the entire record from nothing in five weeks. Well, like I said, uh, I've been listening to this album uh, quite a bit over the past couple of days. I think it's great. But uh, you talk about you know bringing in Doug Aldrich. I mean, uh, the Dead Daisies featuring you know Marco Mendoza from Whitesnake, David Lowey, uh, Brian Titchy from Billy Idol. I mean, this is uh, quite a collection of musicians here, all very accomplished. I mean, how did uh, it all come about? You know, with this group of guys. Well, the band started in 2012 with David Lowey, our guitar player. Um, David's, David is a 
he's definitely the definition of a multitasker. Um, he's an incredibly gifted businessman, but he's an incredibly gifted musician. He's a great songwriter, great guy, and he, you know, he wanted to put a band together, and um, he actually started putting the band together initially with a gentleman named John Stevens in Australia as well. David lives in Sydney, and I guess John, John lived in Sydney as well. And they put the band together, they started, they first they got together and they wrote a bunch of tunes. And then they just wanted like some great players to go out and tour with. Yep. And David was in a band, I can't remember the name of the band at the, at the time, but he was in a band and they were doing like some festival thing. It was like Kiss, Motley, and, uh, and Lizzie was playing, or Black Star Riders. Um, or it might have been Thin Lizzy. Um, obviously, Marco was playing. David was. He, David's band was also playing on this bill, and he saw Marco. So management and David talked to Marco, and you know they they recruited Marco. And then I guess they had another drummer that wasn't quite working out. They they, they also got Dizzy Reed. Um, you know, and then Dizzy contacted Brian, you know, so it was just this whole thing. Marco said at that point they already had talked with Richard Fortas was involved. And, um, you know, so David's really kind of the brainchild of this whole thing. Um, now, I guess last, um, probably January, um, I had been out touring with my solo band. Um, yep. Oddly enough, doing the Motley 94 record in its entire... That's right, that's uh, right. It was the 20th anniversary, so I was out touring, and I, I get a phone call from Marco, and he says, hey, you know, we'd love you to come out to L.A. and meet these guys. You know, we had a singer, it's not working out, whatever, and we'd love for you to come out. So I, um, initially I was a little apprehensive because I didn't want to... I mean, I still have my solo thing going I, you know but I was kind of picking up momentum with that um, so I, you know after a long chat I talked with Marco I talked with management I went out to LA I met everybody um, um, like I said I, I already knew Dizzy Brian and Marco but I didn't really know David or Richard so I went out to meet those two guys we had dinner we talked and then the manager just came to me and said, listen, man, would you like to go to Cuba? We're doing a show down there. And I'm like, sure. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I got to check my schedule. But so uh, they kind of made arrangements, you know, for this Cuban show. Um, I was basically on tour with my band in Canada. Um, and then I, I did a show in Toronto. It was the, our last show. I literally, my guys went home in the bus. I basically got on a plane and I flew to Miami. I met the guys and then we went to Cuba and we started rehearsing. I had never played a note of music with the guys until we got to Cuba. Um, and we just kind of put a set together. And I think the Cuban thing was those guys, I mean, the Dead Daisies, I think it was, it was their way of just kind of feeling me out, seeing what I was like to work with. Um, and then seeing how I handled myself on stage in front of an audience. And um, once we got that show under our belt, it was 
both shows were a huge success. <clears throat> so they said, would you like to go to Australia and do a record? And I said, yeah, sure. So literally a couple weeks after that, I was in, um, it was March of last year. And it was the same thing. We had like 30 days, 30, 35 days or whatever. We went down to Australia. We wrote, recorded, mixed, and mastered Revolution. And then we immediately after that went on tour. John, in August, your band Dead Daisies will be joining the KISS tour. How big is that for the visibility of your band? Yeah, you know, I, I think that it, 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 the, the funny thing of it is, and I can kind of see just since, you know, last year, um, there's definitely been a lot of progression here. Like, I, I can definitely sense and feel that the band is really starting to pick up quite a bit of steam. Um the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the KISS thing is going to be good for us, you know. We, we know that we want to, like, we've done very well in Europe. We, we've played in Australia. Um, you know, all these markets now are starting to take notice of what we've done in, in Europe and Australia in the last year or so. And now we're getting offers to come to South America. We're going to Japan later this year for the first time to do a festival in Japan. Um, the thing with America is, you know, America's so huge. You know, we, um, you know, we felt like this was, KISS extended the offer to us. We felt this was the best way for us to get out in front of really large audiences in direct support of KISS. And get out and just play in front of a lot of faces and hopefully leave a mark on everybody. Um, you know, and then kind of set ourselves up so that we can come back, you know, and do, you know, large clubs or theaters or something with another, maybe with another band or whatever and just do America properly. Um, you know, but it takes time, man. You know, it takes time to build these things, and, and um, you know, we're getting there. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a process, but we're getting there. So, so John, of all the projects that you've done and been a part of, uh, Union, Rat, Motley Crue, uh, Brides of Destruction, uh, what was most satisfying for you? You know, I, I, like, I, at the end of the day, man, I just like working. Um, I like being busy. I love music. I kind of feel like I'm very blessed to do what I do. I, I, you know, I, I, I mean, like, I, just being some snot-nosed kid from Philadelphia, you know what I mean? Um, I had a million friends in Philadelphia, million, like a bunch of musician friends who were ten times the musician I was. You know, and Somehow, I was like, I, I was able to elevate myself out of Philadelphia into L.A. I was able to elevate myself in L.A. And, you know, since the scream, really, I've been blessed with, you know, multiple recording contracts. Um, you know, a bunch of different bands have contacted me over the course of my thing to come and sit in with them or jam with them or be a part of their whatever. And, you know, it's, I, I just kind of look at it, scratch my head sometimes, and I go, man, you know, this is, this is awesome. I've been doing this for 30 plus years. 
And the fact that I'm still being called and people still want to talk to me as far as interviews and but the fact that I'm still able to travel all over the world and play music is pretty awesome. You know what I mean? Sure. Considering if you really think about it, how many musicians there are on the planet that want to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And the, the amount of them that just never get their first shot is... It's overwhelming. So I got to kind of go into this, man. Like, I get up every day and I'm like, you know, I got it pretty fucking good. You know what I mean? This is, this is pretty awesome. Well, John, we just can't thank you enough, you know, for coming on our show, being so candid, being so forthright, and uh, and talking to us, man. We so appreciate it so much. It's a it's a it's just a huge pleasure for us. And I'll tell you what, um, Dead Daisies, uh, the album is Make Some Noise. It comes out August fifth. We can't wait to hear it, man. And you know, again, um, it just means a lot. You know, you come on here, and we the last thing we wanted to do was uh, bring you on here and be unprofessional and in the midst of all this Motley Crue stuff and, and bring it up and try to get a quote from you, you know, just, just for a headline, you know what I mean? That's, that's the last thing we wanted to do. It's all good. Like, you know, I, I can't, you can't hold everybody responsible for the actions of one or two people, you know what I mean? Or, Absolutely. Or whatever. So it's just, you know, I just had a moment yesterday or the day before, whatever it was, and I was just like, man, like, I... I just kind of felt like every fucking time I opened my mouth, it gets, it gets misconstrued or, you know, whatever. So I'm like, I was like, I'm done. <laughs> so I, went, I, I went and I had a cigarette and I took a ride in my, uh, I, took a, I took a little drive in my El Camino and I just blew some steam off and I came back and I'm like, eh, shut up. <laughs> tell myself, just shut up and suck it up. Hey. Well, John, it definitely is all good, and we can't thank you enough for your time. Going to definitely have to get out there and see the Dead Daisies, even though you guys will not be here on the Kansas City date when uh, we are tapped to see Kiss. Definitely going to have to get out there and see you guys, hopefully, on Headlining Tour, man. And I tell you what, we just can't thank you enough for your time. Uh, good luck with everything, and, uh, man, it's all good. Hope to see you, see you soon and catch up soon, my man. All right, brother. Thank you. Thanks a lot, John. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, John Karabi. Uh, the most forthright guy, one of the most forthright guys that we've spoke to. Yeah, huge fan of his, and uh, you know he he got into the Motley stuff. You know, it was it was something that uh, we had kind of talked off air. You know, when we taped the interview, uh, and, and I wanted to make sure that it was okay that we brought that uh, to the to the actual podcast. The, the the Motley Crew stuff. We try to remain as professional as possible when we do this stuff. Not trying to get on here just for a headline, just for you know website clicks, stuff like that. But John, very forthright, talking about it, and uh, obviously it's something he doesn't really. He doesn't want any part of the controversy. He's just like, hey, you know, the record happened. Motley Crue retired. Why are we still talking <laughs> about right. uh, about yeah. that? But I love, but I, I love the album. So yeah. that's why I do kind of want to talk about that's it right. with him because I do love the '94 album. It's different. Uh, Power to the music. Poison apples. Oh my gosh, there were some good songs on that on that on that album. Yeah, I and like thought. I said before, it was hard. Misunderstood. Hitting. It's awesome. Yep, it, it was hard hitting. Um, Almost was, grungy in yeah, a way. Yeah. Well, which obviously, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the time was ninety four. Right. But uh, again, I, I appreciate him uh, actually coming out and actually uh, talking a little bit about the Mountain Crew situation because, uh, like you said, he was adamant at first that he did not want to do it but he ended up doing it for us so that that was really nice. yeah he was very cool about it because when, whenever he called in uh you know i just basically off air told him hey 
we're, we're, we're going to do nothing but Motley Crue stuff, kind of as a joke. And he laughed and thought it was funny. And we talked, and he went on to talk about it and said, yeah, that's no problem. So great stuff with John Karabi. Check out the Dead Daisies. The album comes out August 5th. It's Make Some Noise. Uh, guys, it's a great album. You will not be disappointed. It's a super group. This is a rock super group, uh, a modern day one. And John Karabi's involved. Guys, we can't thank you enough for listening, man. Uh, Music Mania podcast, whether you're downloading on iTunes for free or listening on YouTube, we appreciate it all the time. All the subscribes, all the comments, all the social media stuff, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we've got it all. Hit us up there, man. We love to hear from it. We love the feedback. If you got a guest you want us to interview, we will call them. They may not call us back. Though. Wow, that's right. But you know what? At least we're getting out there and we are getting this show out there for you all. So thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate it. 